This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we're diving deep into Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, Episode 22, titled Metamorphosis Part 2. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics, where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host Jordo. here with me as always are my co-hosts and Ken, we got the baby brother Brennan, the oldest brother Colton, all three of us are on this episode and it has been, it's been at least two weeks since we've all three been on an episode, right? At least. Yeah, I. Have. I mean, I freaking I did the Shield Hero episode by myself for goodness sake. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been sporadic during the holidays. We're trying to get us all together, and I'm moving, and didn't have internet for about a week, so. But I'm back. Yep, welcome back. This you haven't been on a Jujutsu Kaisen episode for several weeks. I know that. Yeah, and I'm got a ton of news, but. Try to bear with it. Uh, it's a little disorganized, cause, but uh, I'll get it through it. Nice. Well, what's going on with you, Brennan? Uh, nothing this week. Last week, I didn't ever really get a chance to talk about it, but I watched the Yu Yu Hakusho live action. I finished it. I was sick oh, yeah, last week. Oh, shit. On there. So I. It's only five episodes. <laughs> I gotta hear what you think. Uh, I heard it's got it's pretty good reviews from what I've heard. Yeah, it's okay. It's not bad. I mean, the the action's good. Like, the fighting, like, they actually took time. I'm sh- the actors actually know how to fight. So there's, like, a lot of fighting. Like, almost like a martial arts movie. <laughs> like, levels of fighting. Um, It's super... It falls into the line of... It's a better live action, but it falls into the line of, like, the ones where there's, like, so much in the anime and they want to hit certain points that they, like, meshed a bunch of arcs together in a way. So it didn't like they get, did with Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, not that bad, but pretty close. This one kind of makes sense the way they did it. I don't want to spoil anything for Yu Yu, but they do like fight this guy in like this setting that they do in this one. But they use that setting as like the tournament setting, and like the way the team formed, like the main characters are like uh, the way they like come together and build a bond. There's no time for that. They just like go in together. But by the time in the anime. They had been on several, like, missions together and, like, had a rapport with each other. So you just miss some of that shit. But, like, if you've seen the anime, you're going to like it. But it'll seem kind of fast if you haven't. And then it's definitely just, like, one of the lower budgets. Like, it's better than, like, Cowboy Bebop. I just thought, like, Cowboy Bebop looked a little bit better. I just saw the preview on Netflix of him fighting that giant devil guy. And I was like, that looks, that looks like shit. (laughs) <laughs> it's really not that bad, especially if you've seen Yu Yu, but it's not great either. I didn't love, I just felt like they missed, like, Kubar doesn't even have a fucking uh, pompadour. He's got like a, it kind of looks like his, but I just thought he'd have the mother of all pompadours. He's, they like diet blondish. Uh, nah, I'm out. 
Got to be. They don't. He doesn't look too bad, but I just always thought he had the straight Elvis pompadour style. So they look a little mm-hmm. bit. the The characters look a little cosplay. The wigs. Any character that had colored hair wears a wig, and it looks like shit. Gosh. So I mean, like, <laughs> but it's that's like my biggest pet peeve with shows. Yeah, it's just is if it's a wig, and I can tell it's a wig, and like even top tier shows are guilty of this. Like Game of Thrones, like you could always tell it was a wig, and it's just like how how can Lord of the Rings pull off a wig that was filmed 20 freaking years before and now people still can't get a damn wig to look real. Like Lord of the Rings did it long time ago. Yeah, it just depends, I guess, but yeah, it's it falls in that. It's definitely falls into the like the design of like really impressive cosplay. Like if you saw anybody out at a convention wearing any of their outfits, you'd be like, "Holy shit, like they put in work, but also you realize like <laughs> you realize like they 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 put Holy in work, not Santa like Claus not shit. a company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I see what you're saying. I probably won't watch it based off what you're saying. Yeah. I'm shocked that you th- said it look it's better than Cowboy Bebop as a show. It is like um, the, at least it follows some story, and they didn't like you know change anything. It just didn't look as good. But you guys should watch Yu Yu Hakusho. I don't know why you haven't. Like you know Tagashi. That was his first anime that he made before Hunter Hunter. So, like, I know you'll like it. I've watched it. I, I just don't have a, a feel for going to watch the live action right now. But We need to watch maybe it again. Change. Jordan, you need to watch it, too, if you like Hunter Hunter. I know, I do, and I will. But yeah. I actually will watch it for sure. Maybe not the live action, but the actual anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about the live action. <laughs> But yeah, if you if you've been on the fence about watching it, I would say watch it if you're like Yu Yu Hakusho. But it's not like One Piece where it could get you into the anime. It won't do that. Colton, have you still been watching Tokyo Revengers? Yeah, I've been playing catch up all week trying to watch anime since we just got internet. But uh, I caught up. Uh, what was it last night? Yeah, I watched a. Uh, episode at the station in bed so. <laughs> i gotta i gotta say about tokyo revengers like shout out to the show because i i look forward to the tokyo revengers episode on tuesday nights just as much as i look forward to the jujutsu kaisen yeah it's it's been a great season for uh it's been a freaking incredible season tokyo revengers surprising you haven't heard much about it like since really the first season nobody talks about the show but that's yeah. why i feel like we have to because damn it's some it's kind of like uh, it, like how Brennan talks about how Attack on Titan in the early seasons, it makes every single thing that they do seem like a really big deal. Tokyo Avengers does that too, and they do a really good job with the music, always kicking in at the right times. Shit can wear you out sometimes. You're just like, what the fuck? But <laughs> usually not till you go back and watch it and know everything. that You don't usually catch it the first time around. But shows like that that make everything reveal, like it feels like that. <laughs> on the first uh-huh. watch through. But if you go back and you watch it, you're like, what the fuck did they build that up for? Yeah, Tokyo Avengers, it's it's just unique because the main character, like, he's nothing special. That's why that's why it's, like, an interesting take on a protagonist, and at least for Shonen, is, like, this guy doesn't have, like, he <laughs> he's nothing special. But it, it's, it really is an interesting show. There's some beatdowns that go down. Yeah, um, finally. But anything you've been watching, Colton, worth mentioning? Uh, I mean, I've just been watching the regs, you know, 
nothing new. But uh, Shangri La Frontier, yeah, Goblin Slayer, Goblin, uh, Shield Hero, of course, JJK. I've dropped a few. I haven't been keeping up with Spy Family as much this season. I'm way behind. Me either. Far- behind on Faraway Paladin. But yeah, it's been it's been tough. But uh, we already got some new ones coming up already. So. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, let's go ahead and get into the anime news. You said you've got a lot since you've missed like three weeks. So let's. Yeah, let's some kick of it's off. some of it's old news now, but uh, let's see. My hero. Scratch that. But uh, My Hero Academia Season 7 is confirmed for April 2024. So we're getting My Hero just a couple months away. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen Specials, the song opening, has reached 40 million views on YouTube. Pretty banger opening. It's It gets it got better every week with JJK, so it's definitely going to be one of the top uh, most streamed of 2020. Uh, it's still 2023, so... Yeah. yeah, people are using the hell out of it on Instagram, too. Yeah. Um, Demon Slayer Season 4, as we know, it's coming on Spring 2024. I think it's coming right... I think it's been confirmed in the month of May, from what I've read. I got it maybe as new God, somewhere that's barely else. spring. Yeah, it's <laughs> barely, barely spring. spring. <laughs> uh, we talked about it. The Boy and the Heroine sourced the top spot at the box office. This was weeks ago, though. Um, it grossed $12.8 million, Uh the domestic in its opening, uh, securing first place, it beat out the ballad of Songbirds, The Hunger Games. So Twelve point eight million. Cool. Yeah, domestic. Low. That's U.S. Yeah, oh, that's U.S. though, so that's pretty decent for. Uh, I mean, it's still just like in general for what you hear from movies, like that's sad that uh, the song, the Hunger Games movie couldn't beat it. I didn't go see it, but you know what I mean. Usually, like a big franchise, which I know right. a lot of movies have been bombing, but you know you expect like. A franchise to make a couple hundred million, right? But for yeah, something the Hunger like Games, the Boy and the Heron, it was in the week budget four. Was a lot lower. The, yeah, the Hunger Games was in week four when it when the Boy and the Heron released. And oh, then, uh, okay. This was back in December. Then Godzilla minus one. It's actually done pretty well. It's another Japanese took third place. I heard it's pretty lit. Million. I heard it <laughs> is too. About, so thinking about seeing it. <laughs> I know. I'm a big Godzilla <laughs> fan. I'm a so I pretty enjoy all those. Shit, yeah. Colton used to watch Godzilla freaking all the time when we were do. kids. I still It's different. Like, you got the legendary, which is our, the MonsterVerse, which is the U.S., what we have now with Godzilla and Kong. The one that, the one that Colton then, used to uh, watch is the one that most people consider the worst one of all time, where he was like the... He swims. The one from the 2000s, yeah, where he was like... Yeah. A, uh, that was know, a he, new, yeah, that was the worst one ever. We don't talk about that one. It's... That but you ring. still fucking watched yeah, it. Yeah, but the at time. the time, it was cool back weird. then. <laughs> yeah, when we were kids, like, you didn't know it sucked. Because compared to <laughs> that these was like new the first Godzilla we knew. Yeah, because compared to these new Godzillas, that one's tiny. Like he's a he's a baby compared to these new Godzillas. Yeah. But uh. Gaika. <laughs> all right, but My Hero Academia live action is finally confirmed by Netflix. I don't know if it's going to be U.S. Or a Japanese version, um, but I'm hoping it's a U.S. version. It'd be a lot better. So who it they, has potential. Who are they getting for Midoriya? Tom Holland. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but they got the <laughs> they got the 
And the photo I have, it has the rock outlined as All Might. So I fucking they're saw gonna that. have to. I saw that. It looks stupid as shit. <laughs> yeah. So. They're gonna have to get some people, like some young kids, like some Stranger Things aged cat, like a cast of really young kids, because they're gonna have to sign away about six, seven years of their life. Yeah, they will. Though to like I think pull they'll, this off. They'll go with the One Piece route. Like I think yeah. they'll get relative unknowns and do a good yeah, job get, if it if it goes get, the American route. Yeah. The Hollywood route, some. I should say. They'll get some curly-headed fuck has Midoriya, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You got to get a loser, and then he's got to grow up to be cool. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. What you want to do yeah. is you just want to find a kid who's skinny, but he's got the genetics to get ripped because you're gonna, you're gonna need him to get ripped in about a year. Oh yeah, you got to get ready for that beach scene. From the, doing the some beach cleanup scene <laughs> from doing ass clenches yeah. in his desk. He's going to have to get sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, My Hero live action. As long as they do it you know, the same way they did One Piece and just they try to keep it as close to the anime yeah, as possible. Just for what it is, the source material and things they do, it's very doable too. Like You don't need to do that much crazy CGI and things like that. Like You can make people fight and... Shit, like we've seen it with tons of the superhero movies, so yeah, it's not like it's not a it fucking reach. But yeah, uh, speaking of my hero, Academia, a uh, new movie will also premiere this summer in twenty twenty four. So, uh, they're just like not cranking those movies out now. Those filler Is movies. It filler? Yeah, it'll be filler, but then they say it's part of the show. <laughs> this is this is pretty cool. Uh, One Piece anime is getting a remake by Wit Studio. It will I heard be about this. Yeah, it will be remade remaked by Wit Studio from East Blue Arc and will be streaming on Netflix. Uh, Netflix announced a new anime adaption of the manga One Piece, set to commence with the iconic East Blue saga, generating excitement within the global anime community on the second day of the Jump Fiat Fest Festival. The One Piece series will be crafted by the esteemed Wit Studio, renowned for their work on anime hits like Spy Family and Attack on Titan. Uh, the upcoming series currently in production will exclusively stream on Netflix, like I've stated. So, pretty cool. I guess. That seems controversial. I'm just not that hype for the East Blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it ain't, that, it ain't that hype of an arc, but I'm sure they'll speed through it, maybe, and hit the yeah, highlights. If it's more like a condensed version, I may be into that, so, sure. I mean, you might as well to get you through the first hundred at least, and then you can go from yeah. there because those are the, the most poorly animated. Not, I mean, not poorly animated, but yeah, kind of poorly animated. And then like just the drawing and art style and everything that Toei went with back in the day just it looks like shit, kind of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's no, there's zero shading on any character. I can tell, I can tell you that much. <laughs> they, all, they all look like they have jaundice. All the characters. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah um hell's paradise season two has been officially announced it's been confirmed with a key visual so we are getting the season two of hell's paradise pretty good show we watched it what early spring or is that summer i can't remember spring or summer i just remember the opening song how yeah. can i home <laughs> yeah <laughs> no do you guys remember the name of the main character yeah. Uh, yes, it's a. Uh, it was. He's. It's a. It's a character's name that's also in slime. 
that time I got reincarnated as slime. Yeah. One of the uh, ogres. Uh, yeah. I know it. I was just yeah, one of the... testing you guys if you knew it. Dang it. What is it, Brennan? It's Gabby Maru. Gabby Maru. That's what it is. Yeah. God damn it. Gabby yeah. Maru. Gabby Maru. Orochi Maru. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shika Maru. <laughs> Zom 100, the final eps, will air on Christmas. Finally, refin- after... Shoot, it's been months since the been last like eight episode. weeks. Yeah. Finally going to get the full release of them, hopefully. So that'll be nice. Shit, I already told um, y'all I ended up watching the live action by mistake. <laughs> so I probably won't even watch the anime. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching the live action. Now I'll finish the anime for sure, though. It was pretty good. Um, Mashoku sent... Mashoku Tensai Season 2 Part 2 will air in April 2024. Finally, we'll know when that comes back. And finally, Chainsaw Man the movie. Ree's arc officially announced. We are getting a movie with Chainsaw Man. Um, no official release date, but info was leaked on December 17th at the Jump Festival. So, that'll be exciting. Uh, Dang, all this all the shit gets released at the Jump Festival. Yeah, so it's uh, it's always good to look. Jump Festa. Maybe Jump we'll get some Festa. maybe we'll get some Kingdom Hearts 4 news too. Yeah. <laughs> They've been raising shit there in the past at Jump Festa. Is is there not a uh, Kingdom Hearts 4? I thought that there already was. It's not out yet. We got a trailer like not that long after 3 came out that was freaking tight. So, but we haven't really is heard it anything still else. Sora? Yeah, but he's like I don't want to get into the lore of it because I could talk about it for a while, but he's not really in his own world for the time being. And he looks, he uh, looks, the style is completely different. Yeah. Oh, cool. I got your old PS3, so I got to play the other games, catch back up to the story. PS4, kid, <laughs> but yeah, I have all the. Like, oh, yeah, have, it is a PS4. <laughs> you I have the. God of War, Jordan. It's, it's on about there. I already have it. Play, all he's got to do is download DLC. it. I need to play that DLC <laughs> that came out for free. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell are you gonna play that shit, Colton? <laughs> Secret. <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, you guys, you guys ready to? Is that all the news? No, I got a little more. I told you. <laughs> okay, go for it. I'll be quick. But uh, uh, the boy and the heroine is the winner of the New York Film Critics as best animated <laughs> film. Yeah, it's boy not heroin. Let's just say, we let you get away with it the first yeah. time, but yeah. we felt like I had to uh, say Barrett something. Boy and the Heron. <laughs> it was also the anime movie of the year with IGN. So, um, Vinland Saga was also best anime of I, at IGN Awards at 2023. So Vinland Saga scraped one up. Uh, Solo leveling. I it's going like to be Vinland released Saga. January 6th. It's consisting of 25 episodes. Pretty oh, sure shit. we're going to be doing walkthroughs on that one, so. What, what show that. is that? Uh, solo leveling, twenty five eps. When? January sixth. So. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit, so we're rolling right into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping. I watched Shield Hero today, and it it doesn't feel like it was the last episode. I can't. I have to Google to see how many episodes there are. No, it's definitely over. Are you sure? I was like, shit. If I'm. I'm. Going. Yeah. Well, JJK is definitely over after next week, so. Which sucks, but I understand. Yeah. I feel Uh, like we've been doing week-to-week JJK for like a year now. Yeah, and the Mashley is back, Magic and Muscles. His anime also premieres January 6th, so. Let's go. Let's go. 
Yeah. I'm so. ready for some Ash Lee. That shit's easy. It's just easy to watch. Yeah, it's a good easy show. You no know, no commitment. I mean, you can just turn it on and like, oh yeah, see a new episode and. Yeah, you don't have to remember what's going on and who people's powers are. You just know people are getting their ass whooped, and that's all you need. It's basic, <laughs> straight yeah, it's, just, it's basically a One Punch Man show. Uh-huh. But, okay, that's all Pretty the news much. I got. All right, well, let's get into this then. So this is episode 22. The And Colton confirmed next week, episode 23 will conclude season two. What the fuck? This episode's title. 23? Yeah. She get 24 at least. Who the hell stops at 23? Crazy. It's, it is odd. Um, this title is Metamorphosis Part 2. So here's the episode synopsis. The moment it appeared, Itadori and Mahito's battle to the death was resolved. The being wearing Geto's body asked, Shall I save you, Mahito? Itadori immediately recognizes the man before him as the very same one who sealed Gojo and leaps to attack. Uh, all right, what did you guys think of this episode? Brennan, we'll start with you. I guess I'd, I mean, it was good. I just feel like uh, it was the first episode where it ended, and I was kind of like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like where it ended, but I mean, that's, it was like the typical anime ending, though, at the same time as I'd say, you know, like a lot of anime and, big parts they like end it like right where you wouldn't want it to and like this whole season they really haven't been doing that i feel like i've been getting like so much more and i even said in some of the early episodes i kept thinking it was going to end and i'd be like this would be a horrible spot to end and they never did and then this week it was like maybe it's because there are so many reveals and people showing up the episode was like there was so many reveals yeah there's like so many people moving around and moving parts like it never just got to really breathe. You never really got to breathe on any of the reveals. Like, you never came up for air. It just, like, kept going from one thing to the next. So it felt like everything was going so fast. And then it's like, you're like, how the fuck are they going to beat this guy? Like, you really couldn't think of it just because no. he's OP as shit. And then she shows up. And I knew it right whenever I saw the jeans. I was like, fuck it. It's over right here. And then it ended. But it was a good episode. Yeah. I just was like, it was the first time all season where I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do this to me. Yeah. Colton, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the episode? Oh, shoot. It was just basically more JJK. I mean, the fight was awesome. Yeah, a lot of new things were introduced. Like, you kind of find out who uh, Ghetto is or who took over the body. Uh, uh, Chozo is... Itadori's brother, which is like a half brother something. I don't know how. Uh, I have a theory on how that works out. That's but, basically uh, from what I'm taking from it is Itadori's dad is what's in Ghetto, and Chozo isn't. He could also that's be not a, his real dad, but he yeah. played a part in it. Well, we've met the grandpa. I think the grandpa was his dad's dad. So I think whoever uh, Ghetto. He can switch bodies, as we know. He's been around for hundred over a hundred years, hundred and fifty years. They said, so he could have been shoot, even like Itadori's mom or some, or maybe the dad too. I don't know. He could have taken it over, and the grandpa didn't know. But, but somehow, yeah, he's like the father or mother, whoever's in Ghetto's body. Whoever they said his name is like Kamo. I can't remember what they said. Kamo Noritoshi. Kamo Nishi. Yeah, yeah Noritoshi, from yeah. the Kamo clan that uses the blood yeah. art. He's the, he's worst the same sorcerer. exact name. 
Yeah, it's like, how many worse sorcerers are there? Like, I thought it was Sukuna, and then, then there's others, this other guy, but, uh... Sukuna wasn't a sorcerer, he was just the king of curses. Yeah, but I think he had to have been a, a sorcerer before he became a curse. Well, we don't know that. We don't know, we don't know what the heck he was. He wasn't a legend until he became a curse. Yeah. For now. Maybe. But yeah, it's, I thought it was great. But yeah, another cliffhanger. I didn't like how, the way Mahito, I wanted Itadori to pulverize him, but. I called that shit, by the way. Last week, right, Brennan, I called that Ghetto was going to absorb his ass, and he yeah. did. Shit. Yeah. He absorbed the shit I out wanted, of him. I figured that was going to happen when Ghetto showed up, but I wanted Itadori just to, you know, put an end to him himself, because after what Mahito did. Yeah, there's. So, Brendan, you said you couldn't really think of a way that they're going to beat this guy. The only thing when you said that that I thought of is, like, Okatsu. Okatsu's got to be the only one yeah, that can I did. come back and beat this guy again. I did think he was going to show up. I really did. And But, but yeah, as they were fighting, like, with everybody there, honestly, like, I, I was hoping that... <laughs> I was hoping that the blue-haired girl died. I was wanting some carnage out there. Dude, <laughs> so was, so yeah. was high. She did that two-minute warm-up. I was like, oh, shit, they're like, going to kill her. They're going right, to kill her. Right. She did that two-minute <laughs> warm-up with the sword. I'm going to put everything I got into this. And then, no, nothing. He just catches it bare <laughs> hand like, and snaps it. <laughs> that just goes to show, like, uh, she's fucking weak. So Yeah, uh, Mechamaru was right. There was a reason why he told you guys not to join the <laughs> fight, because you'd basically be fodder, and yeah. this is proof. Yeah, I thought that was funny. They made it look like she was actually going to do something, and it did absolutely nothing. Yeah, and honestly, I'm kind of annoyed that they didn't just go ahead and kill her there, because... You're gonna you're gonna take away other people for less, like, you know what I mean? Like, just kill her. We we don't know who this me like. We don't care about Miwa, or whatever her name is. I mean, it was just kind of. I mean, we care a little bit, but I just like he went out of his way. Our boy Mechamari went out of his way to save these fools, and they showed up. And I was like, y'all deserve to die. Like, you're spitting on his grave at this point. Yeah, a little bit. They had no. They were out of their league. Like, one's got a sniper rifle playing Warzone. The other one just <laughs> got a sword. <laughs> the blood manipulation guy is pretty good. And then at least the girl yeah, on the broom it, can like get away maybe. But I'm sure if he really wanted to, he could stick a curse on her to kill her. But like she could do some scouting. Maybe she had a purpose there. But damn, like they're just like I mean, they have no business what being she there. Is a scout. Like she can do that wind attack, but it, it didn't fucking do shit. Yeah, she needs to be yeah, careful. Yeah, they blocked like, it barehanded. Like, yeah. Kusakabe is the only one who needs to be off in that bitch. Like, he's, he's, yeah, he, the, he's the only reason that Miwa is alive, because yeah. he saved her. Yeah, and then what's her other name? Uh, the girl with the scar, she showed up, too. Utahime? Yeah. Yeah. She was behind Kusakabe. Yeah. All right, well, let's dive through this. Uh, let's begin the deep dive. So the episode starts off. Um, it's 11.28 p.m., and it says that they're in the front of the Shibuya stream. So this is two hours after the ceiling. So the ceiling took place at 9.20-ish p.m., and it's 11.28 p.m. now. So not that much time has gone by, but think about how much shit has happened. Um, Panda, he's in gorilla mode. He's looking for Kusakabe, and he finds him. He was just... 
I think he was hiding under the rubble, honestly. I, I think, think he, he was got, just laying there. I think he got caught up. Like, he legitimately, like, maybe, like, to hid there, like, for safety and then was stuck. But he 100% chose not to get out. Yeah. That, that's confirmed. Like, I don't know if he, like, crawled under there, but yeah, he wasn't getting out unless he was found. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kusakabe, we get to see him fight a little bit later, but he says this to Panda. He says, Panda, this is awfully different from what I heard about Itadori. Itadori holds control over that body. That's the current story, right? I'll tell you this now. No matter what judgment gets doled out to Itadori later, now that Gojo is gone, I won't be taking your side. I'm in favor of of Yuji Itadori's execution. Some heavy foreshadowing here that was a great reminder to us viewers that, yeah, Gojo being gone was really the only reason Itadori yeah, is that alive. Most of the Kyoto people aren't really on his side still. Like, they played the, yeah, base, they played the, the, yeah, they played the baseball game, but they were originally trying to kill him, too, and it's honestly yeah. not the craziest idea, especially yeah, if you witness that shit. Yeah, and you kind of almost forgot about it. Like, that's the only reason Itadori was not going to be, uh, uh, yeah. Executed. Uh, executed, yeah, that's the word. Um, well, he's getting executed either there. way. But, uh, but now that Gojo's gone, and if Sukuna, Sukuna comes out, nobody's going to, can stop him, so. Mm-hmm. I thought, uh, Kusakabe. And it makes you wonder. I thought he might go rogue in the fight. I kept thinking he was going to, like, real quickly while he had the chance. Try to decapitate him. Yeah, I did. Like I was keeping an eye on him. Yeah, the it was it, it was weird that they started off the episode with him saying this. Like, no matter what gets doled out to him, I'm in favor of Yuji Itadori's execution. Which makes you think, like, okay, if they if they get out of this fight alive, no matter what, Yuji's gonna have to go Dark Deku and just just get the hell out of. <laughs> Get the hell out of there. I mean, I don't know. It could also go like Civil War direction, like, you know, Marvel Civil War direction, where it's like now the sorcerers are also internally fighting those who are like there to, who think Itadori should be able to help them, and then the other half who think he should die. So that could be an interesting route to take. Yeah. It definitely adds a little, a little twist to expect because, yeah, he's. He is the house for the most dangerous person on the planet. So now we go over to Malaysia, but not the place that uh, that Nanami was talking about. We go to some place called she calls it KL or Kuala Lumpur. It's ten twenty six p.m. local time there, and we see Mei Mei laying topless in the bed with her her brother Wee Wee. And she says that they're alive thanks to some kind of technique that Wee Wee has. Let me just say, from what I've read, a lot of people were pissed that they still added this to the show. Because it is manga. Manga true. This show, this, her and bed with her brother was in the manga, apparently. But people were pissed that they put it in there. I was like, I'd rather it be manga true. It's not like nothing happened. Yeah. And people were like, like there's some side so stuff all for news. So something happened, that, in, so something happened in there? No, nothing happened there. You said like, you said were... it's not like nothing happened, like like some shit was going down. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Like what happened in the what happened in the show is what happened in the manga. She was in bed with her brother. Yeah. But uh, 
I mean, I thought it was just a little unnecessary, but also I've I've watched an anime before, so right. I didn't like right. it. Didn't like and make me despise watching, the show, but I was just like, okay, didn't need that. People, but let's move on. Yeah, but some of the things I follow for uh, news, they posted that a JJK episode was great, except for that one scene, and everybody's like, I'd rather it be manga true, and follow the manga than just do whatever they want. Which I'm 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 with too like i'd yep. rather follow the manga if it's in sure. the manga you gotta you gotta show yeah. it you're you're showing somebody else's story and so if you're watching jjk it gives us insight into their character and their relationship right and if you watch jjk True. you should expect that stuff anyway so i don't know why people are <laughs> blasph- blasphemous you should expect like, that. Oh, oh, not expect it but if you read that's the manga first, and then watch that's the, the first show, taste of incest they've thrown at us <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> but I guess I mean, they have been weird. Their relationship's been weird. Like, he's had a crush yeah, on his Yeah, it was weird, so. but it's not like, I was like, oh, you knew the boy was weird to begin with, so you're like, eh. Yeah, so. they got a weird relationship, but she's clearly using her, her little brother for his quirk, or yeah, not his quirk, his like, technique. I feel like Maymay's the kind of think? person who's going to use pers- use people anyway, to, whether it's her brother or not, the way she wants to use them, so. Yep. What do you think his technique is that she they says got us. them out of there? He can transport, like, out of there. I think she told us in that one episode why he was there with her. Yeah, she said he said that his he was there to deal with domains, but she didn't say what his technique was. I think he's able to escape domains like some kind of... Uh, escape domains are able to transport himself to different places. So, Dang, that's handy as hell. Yeah, kind of like Gojo can, because he can transport others. So, Yeah, he can. He can travel long distances, teleport. Yeah. That's what I was assuming. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I would assume, too. I was just curious if you guys picked up on anything else, but that's got to be what it is. Clearly, they were going to die against Ghetto, so they got the hell out of there and went to Malaysia. So May May gets a phone call, jumps out of bed as quick as possible, puts on a, a robe. Weeby's like, bitch. You know that that <laughs> voice says, is uh, the voice is the voice of Boruto in the manga. The boy. Oh really? Nissan or what's his name? Yeah, that's Boruto. Is there shit? I don't want to derail the JJK, but is there like a is there a new uh, already in the works manga called like Soruto? That's coming out. It's no, people generation. say that because that's, that's, that's going to be fake, between right? Borto and yeah, it's fake. Sorata. That's and fake though. Sorata. Yeah, yeah. There's no Sorato. It looks like already, it's a it's, already it's a black black haired one that looks like Borto. Yeah, no. I <laughs> only it. saw like the manga cover or the anime cover. I was like, no way, they're carrying Naruto to the third generation. <laughs> no, Borto. Boruto's only on chapter five, like of the new uh, Blue Vortex. So it's it's. I know, but if they want to, if they don't want to do all the filler, they could get done really quick and move on to Soruto <laughs> if they needed to. <laughs> but shit, we'll move on from that. It just reminded me because you said Boruto. And we're gonna be talking about Uzumaki later. But True. here we go. This is what Mei Mei says on the the call. She says you should sell any. You should sell off any stocks in Japan and all your real estate in Tokyo. I've already exchanged all my yen. Yes, do it right away. I doubt any major developed nations will be spared from these negative events. Japan is still the world's number three economy, despite all else. Well, I'll leave the arrangements up to you. It's fine. You don't need to thank me. Just keep me on the inside like usual. I look forward to working with you again. 
who do you guys think that she's talking to? Because I am 99% sure it's somebody we've seen in uh, JJK0, and my guess is it's the French guy. Was he French or was he from Kenya? The dude with the braids, the black dude. He was from Kenya. He's African. Yeah, he's I have African a feeling it's that guy. That's where Yeah, he had his, his tribe made that rope, yeah. Because there's no way that they're just going to, like, bring in somebody we've never seen before. Yeah, maybe not for this. They could, but I don't, I'm not super worried about it. I know she's greedy, and I'm sure it'll be a good reveal. And if it's not, I'm not, like, built up hype to find out who it is. So Yeah, because it's not like they're even talking about what happened. They're talking about money. So whatever it is, they're more concerned yeah, about what says, their money Yeah, but she says, I look forward to working with you again. That's why they call her the Wolf of Sorcerers. Like, she's always, like... Doing some She'll under, work for whoever pays the, the most deals. money. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back over to Chozo, and he's in the station. He's like literally hiding in like a little cubby hole, and he says, "I have to go." And then he's like, "Yuji Itadori, what are you? I have to know. What am I?" So he's still wrestling with this whole Yuji thing. We go back over to Ghetto. He says, Mahito, shall I save you? And this is before Mahito's like, Ghetto, save me. Yuji says, did he just say Ghetto? Give him back. Give us back Gojo Sensei. And, man, they just got, they have no freaking chance of beating Ghetto. He, he, he whips out right away this legendary catfish called Onomusa that was rumored to have caused the earthquakes. Itadori thinks that he's fallen down into something, but it turns out it just makes you think you're falling and you just fall down. <laughs> Pretty weird. Ghetto explains curse manipulation. He says the greatest strength of curse manipulation is its quantity of options. I can utilize multiple curse spirits, semi-first grade or higher. And even if you analyze and overcome their techniques, I can just send out new curse spirits again. Of course, I can also simply pile on attacks without giving you time for that. So Yuji attacks, he gets bombarded with a bunch of centipedes, they bloody him up pretty good, as if he wasn't already bloodied up enough. Like, keep in mind, this dude's, he just got through probably the most gruesome battle he's ever had with Mahito, and now he's like trying to fight, <laughs> he's trying to fight Geto, arguably the second strongest person in the story. Um, Geto says, if his forces hadn't been divided across Kyoto and Shinjuku, during last year's night parade of a hundred demons, he would have won instead of Akatsu. So he's saying Geto so would have won suppose... against Yuta. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't believe that. If he didn't divide his forces across Kyoto and Shinjuku, yeah, maybe. Though I suppose, oh yeah, that makes sense. What saying. I didn't get what he was saying, yeah. but yeah, if he didn't have, if he had all those curses on him, he probably for sure could have just like overpowered him Cause and Rika. Because he, he did use Uzumaki yep. Supreme Art against Yuta. Yeah, but, but he yeah. didn't have all of his... Uh, right, right. Which is basically have all the shit he a bunch of them. With all your curse at once. Mm-hmm. So he continues, he says, Though I suppose you had nothing to do with it, did it? You, it had nothing to do with you, did it? I suppose I should say that even I am impressed. Sukuna's vessel is tough. So, Colton, you said earlier, and we'll get into this more, but... He he says, I suppose I should say that even I'm impressed Sukuna's vessel is tough. He didn't say anything about him being the dad to Itadori. 
I just wanted to highlight that because it's yeah. going to come into play later. Um, right. Out of nowhere. I don't know if he's a dad or he, like he can switch bodies. Yeah. Like, so he could be one or the other. Yeah. So out of nowhere, Mahito, he leaps right after he says Sukuna's vessel is tough. Mahito leaps at Ghetto from behind trying to, I'm assuming, lay a hand on him. Yeah, he's to trying transfigure to take, him. Transfigure his ass. It's like why? Why do you think? Like what? What set off Mahito knowing? I'm confused about how Mahito because I watched this episode twice. Okay, how did Mahito in just hearing him talk about his curse manipulation all of a sudden put together like, oh shit, he's gonna he's gonna suck me up. Well, I think yeah. Mahito knew, like, it's either I die or Ghetto dies, so he's like, I'm going to try to touch But either him. way, yeah. either way, Mahito was going to die as a thing. Like, dude, you you lost. Everybody, Everybody's here now. Like, Yuto, Yuji was about to beat your ass. Yeah. Well, maybe he well, thought he, he could get, use... Well, he could yeah, have transformed Ghetto more, uh, into something to fight. Right. Oh, you're right. That's what he was trying to do, I bet. Yeah, he's just trying to get something to fight for him or uh, maybe replenish part of his soul if he has some transfigures, transfigured humans. Basically, if he got ghetto, it gave him a chance at least, whereas getting sucked up just getting sucked up. But here's what doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm going to reread what Ghetto says just to give you context before what Mahito says. So Ghetto says this, If his forces hadn't been divided across Kyoto and Shinjuku, during last year's night parade of a hundred demons, he would have won instead of Akatsu. Though I suppose that had nothing to do with you, did it? I suppose I should say that even I am impressed. Sukuna's vessel is tough. Mahito lunges, misses, and then he says, I knew that. After all, I was born from you humans. Does this mean that Mahito was born on the night of a thousand? Demons, like, what do you? What is he saying? I knew that too. There well, was like no question. The, what do we call the? Well, all cur- uh, the disaster curses, but yeah, all curses are born curse. from human fear. Cursed right. energy is fear; it's negative emotions. No, but what is Mahito saying? I knew that too. Like, what? What is he saying? I knew that. Why is he saying it? I don't know. I didn't look in. I mean, I figured he was just saying, like, I know that I come from you. Yeah, he came but from I humans, and I, he goes, I know that, but, uh... After all, I was born from you humans. It just didn't... They, I don't think that it translated well. Like, it doesn't make sense to what Ghetto says, because I have everything he said written down. None of it... It makes... His response to Ghetto makes zero sense in anything Ghetto said. Well, you can always but watch it in dub next week and see uh, if it comes off a little different, because the dub... Uh, some of the shit's always a little bit different if you ever go mm-hmm. back and watch. And it's only like a week week or two weeks behind, I think, before they air the dub. I'm going to go back and watch the whole season in English, too. Yeah, I probably will, too. Yeah, Gojo's voice actor and Yuji's are all pretty good voice actors. I kind of do, too. Go back and... Nobody... <laughs> but nothing's going to be better than the the Japanese voice actors saying Sugudu and Satoru. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats that shit. <laughs> the, those Instagram videos with the layer with the sad music playing. And it's like, Suguru. <laughs> Satoru. <laughs> so Ghetto, he starts to absorb uh, Mahito. 
and Mahito's resisting, and this was this looked like some Ghostbuster shit, like when you're sucking up a, a ghost, and it's like, ah, shit. <laughs> he ends up getting him all sucked up. Ghetto looks at the camera and says, shall we continue our discussion of the world to come? And he's holding the orb that is now Mahito. Opening song plays very appropriately. We're back. Ghetto says, do you know what they call a supreme art? It's very much akin to the ultimate expression of a curse technique, aside from one's domain. The supreme art of cursed spirit manipulation is Uzumaki. This combines the absorbed cursed spirits into one, creating a super high-density cursed energy to attack your opponent with. And then he starts laughing. And Yuji's like, what are you laughing about? Geto says, oh, sorry. I just realized I had started acting like him. Who do you think he's talking about? Like Ghetto, because that's how Ghetto talked when he had to consume a, a talk about the curses he yeah. had. Okay. I was thinking either Ghetto, gotcha. that was my first thought, or maybe Gojo, just one of the two okay. for being strong. Gotcha. Yeah, he says, oh, sorry, I just realized I started acting like him. We were talking about Uzumaki. Yes, Uzumaki is powerful, but it also means throwing away the quantity of options that serves as Cursed Spirit Manipulation's main strength. So it wasn't tempting to me at first. After all, I thought it was just a way to recycle low-level Cursed Spirits. But I was wrong. It displays its true value when a Cursed Spirit above semi-first grade is used in Uzumaki and their technique is extracted. And after he says that, he swallows Mahito. What do you guys... So, this, uh, this last sentence, it displays its true value when a cursed spirit above semi-first grade is used in Uzumaki and their technique is extracted. What I'm thinking that this means is that he can use the power that Mahito had as a cursed spirit but he can take that technique as his own now. So it's not, he doesn't have to use the cursed spirit to use the technique. But I was curious about what you guys thought. You mean yeah, for the sure. attack? Yeah. I kind of just looked at it at face value at the time. Like I wasn't really looking at it too deeply. I just. It's kind of like. I was uh, thinking just if you throw a stronger curse in there, it just makes it stronger. Then instead of no, just like he was saying, but you wait, but he's saying you waste it though, because like he always thought it was a way to just recycle low level curses, yeah. but but he was wrong. It displays its true value when you use it on a semi first grade because it extracts the technique. So I think that this is like kind of like how uh, Megumi Fushiguro was talking about his whenever he does the Ten Shadows ritual, you know, like there's ways to use it. And this is like the curse manipulation way is like, yeah, you're throwing away the power from Mahito, but you're gaining his technique for yourself because you've extracted it from the cursed spirit. And now it's your technique because he uses Uzumaki and Mahito comes out, but Mahito just comes out as a giant blast. Like he doesn't ever actually touch somebody because Kusakabe, you know, saved her. So I'm just thinking, I'm thinking like, 
we're going to find out that now Ghetto has the ability to, like, manipulate souls without calling out... That said curse. Uh, that said curse, yeah. Tur- like, he doesn't have to have Mahito. It's, like, his now. It's his own technique. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be nice. And you Otherwise, can... why freaking explain it? Why explain this thing if, like, there's not going to be some OP reason for using your supreme art, Uzumaki? Because it was pretty low. It, it was pretty shitty. Like, it was just a giant explosion. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Also I think he was some... just typing it up and wanted to test it. They just got some plot armor, too. That's why they survived the Uzumaki, but. Yeah. I get it, too. Well, hell, every time he's used it, both the people that have, have survived. So, it ain't like it's she killed someone. Yeah. Hasn't Should killed be anybody with the spirit yet. Spirit bomb too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> people, people tend to be living through ultimate attacks for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the part where I, all I'm saying is, when you read this, it's making it seem like yeah, the technique got extracted from the cursed energy, and so I think I'm onto something, but. We'll find out next week. So Nishimaya, Kamo, Utahime, the whole school from the Kyoto team, Toto's classmates that Mekamaru said don't go, they all show up. They all start attacking. The blue-haired girl gets her moment. She does the simple domain. We get a little backstory about how when she was a kid, she never, she never put down the sword. She's been training her whole effing life for this moment, and she's gonna put giving it all. She's gonna be giving it all she's got. She takes a swing. <laughs> Ghetto doesn't break a sweat. He catches it with his bare palm and breaks it. Exhibit A right there. We have seen this girl do her ultimate technique, the simple domain that makes her sword not miss, and she's never landed it. She's 0 for 3 in the Uh series. Yep. Even the boy Mechamaru. Her teacher must be very proud. Yeah, when (laughs) Mechamaru used the simple domain, at least he was landing shit on Mahito. (laughs) She ain't got nothing. And it's interesting that Ghetto retaliates, of all people, he retaliates against her with his supreme art, Uzumaki. So he sends out Mahito, and it looks like, yeah, like Brennan said, she's going to die for sure. It gets like a centimeter away from her face, and then Kusakabe saves her. So Kusakabe, and this boy's really... fast, is what, is what we're supposed to take from it, right? Or he's got oh, some yeah. technique. He's fast as hell. He's but he can't be faster than Nabito. Then, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, cause they've already said like, you know, we know Jogo and Nabito are kind of the gold standard of the time, like outside of you know Sukuna. So I'm interested to see yeah. what his technique is. It could also just be that, you know, Kusakabe. He's clearly a sandbagger. You know, he doesn't <laughs> want to get involved. So it could be that he actually was faster than Nabito, but he didn't want people to know it. Because yeah. he doesn't want to be considered a special grade or a first grade. He wants he's happy sitting in the semi first grade. Yeah, area. I could see that too. But this guy, this guy clearly is smart because he knew we should not go down and fight. I'm I'm trying to stall up here. Like he's smart enough to know the fights that he can win and the fights that he can't. And for whatever reason, he seems to think like he can win this fight because he's not running. Or he doesn't think he can win, but he knows he can at least survive. I think he is, everything you said I think is true about him, but I also think since he's a teacher, he does care for his students. So I think that's what made him decide, like, shit, maybe I will die to, like, save these people. And I think uh, 
the blue haired girl is like his direct pupil since she uses a sword too, you know? Yeah, I think it's so yeah, thinking, that's sense, her sensei. I'm thinking he threw away like his normal reasoning for the students. Because I don't think he thinks they can win. I think he's thinking like maybe if I die, they can get away or maybe together. But yeah, in any other scenario, if those are civilians down there, I think he's letting them die. <laughs> yeah. I like Kusakabe, though. He's a wild card. He's he, He's... He's a fun character to watch. So Chozo, he arrives. His heart is pounding like it's it's like boom, 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 fucking loud. Ghetto turns around and says, hey, Chozo. Chozo says, I have three parents. My mother, the cursed spirit that impregnated my mother, and the man who mixed his blood into the affair. And before I read the rest, what do you, how do you mix your blood into the affair? I don't know. I was wondering if it's because, like, the well, cursed, the cursed couldn't I, actually make a baby, so he used some cursed technique because he's human, but he can, like, I don't know. He's a curse too, but he could take human bodies. Yeah, because he's a he curse the brain. Yeah, the brain or is, is like a curse brain. now. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So somehow, I don't. So it would be he used a technique. I don't think he also like gave her his seed, but he just like made her able to have the baby somehow. Which mixes his own blood in there, like human and cursed blood, to make the wife be able to have a baby that was a curse. Like some sort of he... blood transfusion. Because I wonder... So it yeah, would cause... be like this brain... It'd be like this if this brain curse went over and knocked up some girl. Would it well, be he... the cursed the... spirit, the brain... The curse is the brain, Ghetto's but... human body... And but yeah, girl. the body is a, a human still. Like, he just... He's able to keep it from decomposing and use it, so... So we think I the think curse. So. That's the, the curse he's referring to is the brain curse. Yeah. Yes. That's what okay. I was thinking, at least. I mean, I thought that was an option, but he maybe that's just because uh, Nishi Mia, what's his name, Kamo, or not Kamo, Chozo. Chozo doesn't fully understand, but since they showed three people, I kind of tried to look at it in that aspect. Like there was a demon going around, not a demon. I keep saying demon, a curse. And he impregnated a woman, and then the brain curse in a human body found out about it, and he was like, damn, like, I want to see how these babies find, like, turn out if she could actually have it. So he, like, got involved and, like, did something to her blood, you know, kind of like old Michael Jackson does in Demon Slayer, how he giving people demon blood. <laughs> something to that it, level, but yeah, you're probably maybe. right. He's probably just the curse in a human body, and that's why he's able yeah. to impregnate him. Yep, I think you're right. So this is what he says. He says, I have three parents. My mother, the cursed spirit that impregnated my mother, and the man who mixed his blood into the affair. The one who toyed with my mother, and then we see a guy with a scar on his forehead, and then it switches right back to Ghetto, same exact scar, same exact place. He says, the, lo the loathsome, and then Ghetto interrupts and says, looks like you've realized it. Basically saying, yeah, it was me. I'm your father. Chozo says, so that's how it is. And then he screams, Kamo Noritoshi. And everybody is, knows that name for two reasons. One, he's the most infamous sorcerer of his, in history. And it's also Kamo's name. Like the current Kamo. I wonder why they His name, name him is literally... after him. But I mean, I, I guess, I know it's a family name, but still, once that name gets defiled, like, why not change the family name? <laughs> I know. 
like, hey, son, we're going to name you Noritoshi after the most worst sorcerer in the history of not only our clan, but the world. So, yeah, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, Utahime says, the stain of the Kamo clan, the worst sorcerer, <laughs> sorcerer in all history. <laughs> the shit stain of the Kamo clan. <laughs> That's what they refer if to. If he's like. right, yeah. If he's right, then whatever's inside Geta would be over 150 years old. Kusabakabe says in his head, outlandish barriers and possession of outlandish curse tools. As far as masterminds with curse technique to take over bodies goes, yeah, seems appropriate. Geto says, Kamo Noritoshi is just merely one of the names I've had. Call me whatever you like. So this guy's been alive for way longer than 150 years. I think when he first introduced himself, he said he'd been around for, for centuries. Which means at least, at least 200 years. Um, and then, Chozo screams, how dare you? How dare you try to make me kill Itadori? My little brother! And then the white-haired guy shows up with the red dye and tells him to back down and calls him a third rate. Now, okay. I like the little uh, Let me ask exchange uh, Chozo and Itadori had. Yeah, Why don't you that. try calling me brother one time? <laughs> yeah, call me Oni-chan. So this, this white-haired guy shows up, okay? By this white-haired guy... So we know his name's Ura, Urame, is what Sukuna calls him. Urame. He is clearly serving Sukuna. But now he's also working with Ghetto. Does that mean that this Ghetto brain is also working with Sukuna? I don't think so, but I think the excuse me. Uh, who who is white hair guy who has in this situation? Do you think? I think the white hair guy has an ulterior motive. Like he, it seems, apparently he's been around for centuries too, and knows Sukuna. But uh, Ghetto or Kamo has his own agenda as well. Like I don't think summoning Sukuna will affect Ghetto's plans. But he doesn't necessarily need to revive Sukuna to do it. But if he does, sure. If not, sure. Is what it seems like right now, at least. Yeah, it's just weird that they're like, this white-haired guy connects them. Yeah. Like, he's he's working with both of them very clearly. Like, they yeah. know each other. Yeah, and I bet but you... We kinda, he's yeah. already been around the other curses, too, so we kind of, as soon as he talked to Sukuna that time, and he had talked to the sword hand dude before we could kind of see that he's, like, doing an inside job as well. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm wondering who he's doing the inside job for. Is he doing it for Ghetto, or is he doing it for Sukuna? Oh, for sure Sukuna. So you think he's going to screw over Ghetto? I, I, mean, I don't think so. He, Get, if he has Ghetto's... to, but yeah, I don't think he needs to screw anybody over. I think it's just, like, he's doing his own thing, and it's just, that just helps him reach his goal. I mean, if he's got to screw him over, he will, but if he doesn't need to i think yeah it's just kind of like yeah. a convenience thing kind of the same reason chozo was fighting with the curses because they thought that was best for them because the jujutsu society would never let them live so yeah. i think it's also the same it's just more convenient to bring sukuna back working with them yeah because ghetto mm -hmm. didn't care if jogo mahito and chozo killed itadori or not or wanted to revive sukuna 
he let them do whatever they wanted. He really didn't care. Like, I don't think it had any part to do with his plan, so. Mm. So, he may, he may, he may know the white-haired guy knows Sukuna, and he doesn't care. Hmm. I mean, I feel like there's a good chance right. that they cross paths just because this dude's lived for a while, so you can live back in the day. Like, they're both powerful curses. I feel like they've, you know, maybe this whole thing's a setup just so they can have a brawl, like one final brawl that they never got. Like, that's the whole, that's the dream, just like they get to fight full power. <laughs> maybe the classic uh, um, Hashirama Senju and... <laughs> Madara Uchiha yeah Madara Uchiha battle <laughs> alright so we get this flashback to Chozo feeling the deaths of his brothers so he was playing he was doing a little bit of gambling and he says it's a side effect of my technique I can feel any changes to my blood related siblings no matter how far away they are death for every living being that is their last and greatest change in that moment, I strongly sense the death of Yuji Itadori right before my eyes, which means that Yuji must be my blood-related younger brother. We come back to the present. Chozo says, If Kamo Noritoshi has been extending his life by transferring bodies, then it's not an impossible idea, which means I must use my full strength to perform my duty as the older brother. So Chozo starts going all out. And I noted if he would have been fighting like this against Itadori, it would have been a short fight. Because he <laughs> he clearly wasn't going all out against Itadori. He was freaking, like, raising them up on some freaking pillars, using, like, th- blood thrusters like Iron Man to fly around. I mean, yeah. this dude was fighting Ghetto and the white-haired dude by himself for a good good two minutes. Yeah. And he's also... yeah. The only re- the only reasoning I would use is just because where they're at. Like he was fighting underground in a subway. I don't think he he didn't have the option to like blow the subway to shit. You know what True. I mean? He had to be more controlled because then they're both just gonna be under rubble. Whereas out there, it's kind of just like the classic like no holds bar, unleashed, destroy mountain type of fight. Yeah, you're right. That's how I justified, I guess. There was this part where it looked like Ghetto was about to snap Chozo's arm, and I was like, "Oh damn, they're gonna they're gonna show this." But then this dude's flexible as hell. He actually shoots one of those blood pressure arrows from behind the back. He like flipped his hand around. That part was pretty cool. Um, Ghetto, of course, he dodges it, kicks Chozo in the chest, and he says, "Don't exert yourself. You're exhausted, aren't you?" Chozo says, "So what?" Is that any reason not to risk my life for the younger brother right in front of me? Ghetto laughs. We go over to Panda, Kamo, and Yuji. Panda says, Just asking, but you two are strangers, right? Yuji says, Worse than strangers. He nearly killed me once already. Panda says, First it was Toto. Are you sure you aren't emitting dangerous pheromones or something? Bam, there it is. Acknowledgement of my theory. First, it was Toto. This dude, I do, I do not think that Itadori is actually related to Yuji. Or Itadori is not actually related to Chozo. I think this has to be some kind of like innate thing that Yuji doesn't have control over that he does. It could be either way. Or I, wouldn't... I just think it, it just be, it just makes more sense for him to be the son of that like 
why the fuck can a regular human just like hold the king of curses? Why is he a freak athlete? Like he's just like the son of LeBron James or something. Like I don't, you know what I mean? I just need a reason why he's just a freak of nature besides he's the main character. And I think this would check out for me at least. But if he was a cursed, if he was related to this guy in any way, that would have mean that would have to have meant that. Well, I guess it could. He could have come from the bloodline of the mom. Yeah, or he's been in just maybe he had to take a break the brain curse and he was just chilling in like a regular body and was just spreading some seed around. Yeah, but like if he it, was, what? The only thing that doesn't make sense is why was why did Yuji until he was seventeen years old never see a curse before until that night he met Fushiguro and his grandpa cursed him by saying make sure that you die you know, being surrounded by friends and protecting people that you can protect. His like, grand- he never saw a curse until that night with Megami Fushiguro in the, in the high school. Some people just unlock that shit at different times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can start, I think, at having a cursed energy. It comes at different stages in life. Like, some find it or, young, maybe some find like it Like you're older. saying, like, like you're Yuta. saying, his grandpa Yuta, cursed him. Well, he got yeah, cursed. his grandpa well, cursed, cursed him for sure. He cursed Rika. So that's why he started seeing him then, too. And, like, that's yeah, the, right. there's your answer, Jordan. His grandpa cursed him because you don't, you do, you don't find your cursed energy at different ages. It's, uh, Gojo says it in season one, like, your cursed technique is etched within your body from day one. Like, you either have it or you don't. Like, if you have mm-hmm. a technique, you're born with it. You can't learn it. You can't teach it to anybody. Like, you just know it innately. So I think that's what it would be then. He just got cursed by his grandpa. Knowingly or unknowingly by his grandpa. I don't know. He hmm. also also touched Sukuna's finger like that same day for the like the first time. And that but could that have was something all... to do with it. But that was after Well Cause he, yeah, gave he it... had it in his backpack. You're He'd right. already given it to the whatever the occult club. The occult club to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's so many freaking questions here. But anyways, I just thought that that was worth highlighting. Because, um, yeah, he's definitely emitting some dangerous pheromones because this this guy is full-on fighting as if they're brothers. Panda says, if we all attack together, it should at least create an opening. We must do everything we can to steal back the prison realm. I also think there's no chance this guy's even got the prison realm on him. Like, he's got it somewhere. But it ain't it ain't on him. Everyone goes into attack, but Urame, he uses ice formation, frost calm. So his technique is some ice, a little Shoto, Shoto action. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's, I know he's going to be melting this shit later on, too. And I'm going to be like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> hot and you cold. He's got a fire technique, too. Have, during the commercial, he's going to say, like, Urame technique, hot and cold. <laughs> exact same. <laughs> Uh, Ghetto, so everybody gets frozen, and the first thing out of Ghetto's mouth is, don't kill them, I need messengers. Man, I feel like some shit's about to go down, like, I I feel like we really are gonna see, like, a new, like, season three is gonna be, like, a new world order among the sorcerers, like, where, I don't know. There's they're there's just something a... going on here. They're clearly not going to win. Like I know that much. They ain't going to beat Ghetto here. Gojo's sealed. No. Yuji's going to be exiled. Nobara's probably dead. Maki's probably dead. Nabito's probably dead. 
Kusakabe is the strongest we got, and we don't know what the guy doesn't even want to be there. <laughs> um, he literally says, so Urame says, is that any reason to leave them all alive? And then he holds his hands up. He has a giant hole in his hand from the blood manipulation from Chozo, and he heals it using reverse curse technique. Kusakabe is like, oh shit, their techniques are on a different level. He's like, I want to go home. Yeah, if you can use anybody that can use both is a fucking baller. Yeah. Like, if you can use regular cursed energies and then you figure out how to reverse it using positive emotion, basically, like, you you Mm -hmm. fucked. You fucked if they can do both. Like, go, (laughs) Joe. Yeah, it's not good. So, Chozo, he is about to get killed by Urame. He was going to pierce him with some ice through the temple. Itadori kicks him free and says... Urame yells at Yuji for this and says, whose body do you think that is? Like, telling him to basically stop. And then Yuji, we hear him think in his head, I was the only one not frozen solid. It must have something to do with Sukuna. And then he turns to Chozo and says, you're our ally, right? You're our ally, our ally, right? Chozo says, no, I'm your older brother. Yuji says, could you please take this seriously? Chozo says, why don't you try saying it once, for starters? Call me Oni-chan. <laughs> it just goes to show that uh, Chozo, he's a, he's a family man, so he'll do anything for family. Dudes, so. I would have never guessed that this guy, he's seeming like he's going to be a pretty integral part of the story going forward, yeah, and I would have never guessed. I'm hoping he it's, doesn't it's, die this fight. No, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Because it's yeah, like I mean, I they see. killed off characters, and then they're bringing like new ones into the story to kind of replace those ones that have yeah. passed. Well, if Itadori does go have to go rogue on on the run from the JJK community, the sorcerer community, at least he's got a running mate with him now. So that, yeah, yeah, it could that's be for a, sure. Because Itadori chose think, a season next time. Yeah, because I, I, <laughs> I kind of that. believe what Jordan said that what uh Fush or what's his name said about. Ichidori being executed, that could be carried out now since Gojo's gone, and he, like you said, he could be on the run, and Chozo's going with him. So, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. say what you want too about like this whole thing that happened in Shibuya. Like, shit wasn't going to be this bad. Like, <laughs> Sukuna's the one who made it the mass casualty oh, that it is. I was going to say like, there would have never been a hole that... in the middle of the city. True. Yeah. Did you guys notice that in the opening they changed it? No. Which part? Yeah, um, it was right after, uh, I think it was last week's episode, um, when they do the Shibuya City and it lights up, it, sh- it then it goes into like a black hole now, like where the Sukuna blew the hole at. That's in the opening now. It wasn't there before. And, uh, oh. And they show all the characters standing there in front of the city, and it's like all perfect and like looks like Shibuya, and then after there's nobody standing in the new one, and the city's all torn. It's just nobody's in the picture. Are so, you sure that that was added? I'm pretty sure that scene's been in it the whole time. No, go back and uh, watch it. Like, watch the first episode, then go back and watch. Uh, you watched I'm surprised it. I haven't seen any you, Instagram shit. Yeah, you watched yeah. it, noticed it, or you watched something on it that was pointing I, out. Uh, I noticed it uh, uh, on an Instagram story. Yeah, so it wasn't. I wasn't oh, the yeah. one who caught it, but yeah, but so it's uh, like okay, it's official. I was just trying to confirm it. it. Yes. Yeah, after noticing it, it is yeah, it is different. So, it's it's small little changes, that. but yeah. That's I didn't know, why you can't. I didn't know if it was uh, people. 
I was just checking if it was a trust me bro source or if you, if you saw somebody <laughs> actually compare it. <laughs> no, you can uh, you'll, you can go see it because I confirmed it myself. When you I say trust it. me bro source, are, are you basically <laughs> just saying that's like when somebody's like, dude, trust me? Like, yeah, it's just like when someone's me. like, dude, or like, yeah. I don't know, like fantasy football, bro, you want, hey, he's going to go off next week. Trust me, dog. Like he's like he's working for the team and knows he's like that. Dude, his ankle's not good, man. <laughs> trust me. Like he's got insider trust knowledge. Me, yeah, trust me, bro. He'll be there. Okay, I didn't know if it was like an actual media source that you got information from. No, it's just like whenever uh, there's not an actual. It's just source. a saying. Yeah, like when people gotcha. when people leak something, they're like inside sources say that this game's gonna come out this month of. 2025 and then like people will be in the comments like source trust me bro because they don't have a source <laughs> like, if you're not quoting your source then it's bullshit <laughs> yeah that's funny so at this point in the fight everybody's frozen except for nishimaya the witch uh arguably the least useful person there chozo and yuji uh nishimaya says that they need to buy time for utahime so that she can finish her preparations. We still don't know what Utahime's technique is either. So maybe it's some kind of seance. She's she's preparing something. We know yeah, that. Yeah, we know we she's, don't know what. She's dressed like a priestess, so I'm thinking it's something, some incantation, yeah. like you're saying. Like it would make sense if she's got something big. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, Urame says Yuji Itadori is the only messenger you need, right? And then he sends off an ice formation, ice fall. And so a bunch of ice goes flying into the air, and it's coming down like sickles. Yuji yells, we're going to die. Screen goes black. Yuji opens his eyes, and in front of him he sees the behind of Yuki Tsukomi. And it's funny that she's here to fight in some blue jeans. And uh, there's... There's this like thing floating around her, and it looks like the, it looks like the thing that Emir from the from Attack on Titan finds in that tree. That's what it looked like. It's like a vertebrate. But she yeah, says, "Long time no see, Ghetto Coon." Yeah. Could I get your answer to my question from back then? What kind of woman is your type? And then she blows him a kiss. And then Ghetto, this devil, he gives us a devil, a very devilish smile. And then screams, Yuki Tsukomo. And the ep- episode ends, ending song plays. Yeah. But she's looking very confident that she's going to win this fight. For, and oh. she's special grade, so... She is a special... Maybe her... When they did the leveling her- thing, it says that special grades are technically stronger than special grade curses. Yep, they are. So, Because when they... They did that in one of the episodes. Was that one this season? Yeah, where they kind of explained it. Mm-hmm, because a yeah. grade one is supposed to be able to fight... Special grade uh, curses. Special grade curses. Yeah. I mean, but they did say, like, the four disaster curses are an exception. Mm-hmm. But most of them are dead now, so there's not really any... The only other special grade that we know of is... Okatsu, Gojo, and Ghetto. Because yeah, Yuji's was not a special one, grade, right? Yuji is not. A Yuta, yeah. Yeah, those are the only four, but there there yeah. were six that I'm they surprised said that, exist. Yeah. 
I'm surprised that uh, I hope it recognizes first grade, but maybe not now because he may the story may be changing after this season. But uh, it's weird uh, because we didn't get that like happy. I don't feel like we're gonna get that you know happy episode at the end where it kind of sets you into the next season. It's gonna be it's gonna be cliffhanger style. I think it's gonna end with like a blood curdling scream from a character that we love, and then like it panning out. Of them just screaming up into the sky, surrounded by the fallen bodies of their comrades, and they're for sure not doing like an hour long ending episode. <sighs> not that I know of yet. If I find or a, news, a forty four minute, like they're not going to surprise us. Hopefully, uh, on no, I wish <laughs> like hour long episode that, finale. Yeah, if I find it, I'll share it. But I haven't seen anything. Well, next week's episode. It's episode twenty three. It's titled. Shibuya incident, gate closed. Which makes me think somehow the, the prison realm is going to get... Or it's going to get reintroduced, like we're going to see the prison realm again. I don't know. Maybe maybe Gojo is going to use his supreme art, whatever that may be, to get out of there. And then he's going to close somebody else in there. Who knows? Yeah, it'd be... I don't know. I'm we. I... I don't know if I'd want Gojo to get out or Gojo to get out right now. I do because I want him to be in the show, but at the same time, I like how it's like everybody's kind of fucked right now because he's not he's not there to uh-huh. help. It just it's, it makes the story more tense for sure. So, any predictions for next week as far as what Yuki's technique is? Something sexual. Something about she blew a kiss. Uh, something about people. I think you got. She knows your type. You got she a teaser can of it. Basically, with that, uh, win. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but you may have saw a teaser of it with that skeleton dragon thing flying around her. I mean, it looks like a curse manipulation. Yeah, it could be like something like Yuta, maybe. So I don't know. Or like, yeah, like Gara, like that thing just acts on its own, and she didn't have to like command it; it just protects and attacks. Who knows? But. I've got nothing else this week, you guys. Nope, that's it. One more to to go. Yep. Well, I'm Jordo. Brennan. Colton. We are the Evans Bros, also known as the Casual Anime Fanatics. Everybody have a Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. And as always, peace out. Peace out.